I am a registered dietitian, holistic cannabis practitioner, and master of nutrition science. Welcome to my podcast, Nutrition Rewired, where I share cutting-edge, practical advice to improve your health and debunk myths to help you rewire the way you think about nutrition and wellness. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about candida overgrowth. And it's going to be a short episode, but this is something that I see that is very common in my practice and can lead to a whole host of health issues because what it does is it basically attacks the gut. So first, what is candida? So candida is basically a type of yeast, and this yeast is typically present in most individuals in healthy amounts and can actually provide benefit in terms of digesting and absorbing nutrients. But the problem is, is when it becomes overgrown that we start to see a whole host of health issues. So what are the reasons why you might have a candida overgrowth? And I think we could all relate to some of them, at least in some sense, especially having a high stressful lifestyle. That's a big one. A diet high in processed foods, refined sugars and carbohydrates, excessive alcohol consumption, prescription hormones such as oral contraceptives, use of antibiotics, and this one is very common seeing the use of proton pump inhibitors or acid blocking medications for reflux. These are one of the most prescribed medications that I see in my practice, and we don't want to have chronic suppression of stomach acid. And I've done I've done some posts on this before, but if you're chronically suppressing your stomach acid, we need to remember that stomach acid serves a vital purpose to our health. It kills pathogens, it helps to digest and absorb nutrients, specifically vitamin B12 and calcium. So if you are on an acid-reducing medication, I would definitely speak with your doctor about you know, getting to the root cause of why you're having those symptoms. So what are the symptoms of having a candida overgrowth? And this is really important because a lot of these symptoms are going to be conditions like autoimmune disease or thyroid conditions. And the problem is, is that that means that this has been going on for long enough that the body is now responding in ways where we're seeing health consequences that are really going to be detrimental to our quality of life. So some of the common symptoms that I see in my practice are things like skin conditions such as eczema, hives, rashes, athlete's foot psoriasis, frequent urinary tract infections or vaginal infections, fatigue, nutrient deficiencies, fibromyalgia, digestive issues such as bloating, constipation, diarrhea, brain fog, irritability, mood swings, depression. Overall, what's happening is that this this yeast is able to poke holes in the gut, and this is what can lead to leaky gut. 
So I've talked about this before, but when you have the barrier, the barrier of the gut lining, you're not supposed to have any sort of holes or cracks in that gut lining. So you want it to be nice and tight so that things cannot cross from the gut to the blood. And what happens is, is if they do cross that barrier, then the body is going to freak out and say, okay, we have an outside invader that shouldn't be here. And that is essentially what what can lead to autoimmune disease because your body is chronically inflamed and responding to something that should not be leaving outside of the gut. So this yeast can poke holes in the gut and can cause leaky gut, which is why we start to see a, a wide variety of symptoms, you know, such as the brain fog, the autoimmune disease, and, and so on. So how do we test for candida overgrowth? In my practice, I use the GI map, which is a DNA stool analysis. And this also looks at other markers such as inflammation. If you were testing for gluten sensitivity or dysbiosis, which is the the imbalance of good, bad, and neutral bacteria, you could do an endoscopy where the practitioner will take a biopsy. You could do a serum test, which is where the practitioner will test for certain antibodies to candida. And then there's also microbial organic acid testing. And overall, none of these tests are perfect. I will typically decide which one to use based on the specific circumstances and the individual's patient symptoms. But what I love about the GI map that I use is that it doesn't just look for candida, it looks for other measures such as parasites or, as I mentioned, the dysbiosis. And so we're not going to just specifically target the candida, we're going to target any sort of imbalances and really get to the root cause. So how do you get rid of it? There's a lot of, especially because New Year's is coming up, you'll see a lot of people marketing, you know, sugar cleanses and detoxes. And I think a lot of, you know, everyday consumers out there have been misled to think that diet alone could eliminate an overgrowth. A lot of people hear, okay, well, too much carbs, alcohol, sugars, things like that. So I'm just going to kind of cut those things out and, you know, do a juice cleanse or do a whole 30, but diet alone will not eliminate an overgrowth. So the approach that I take in my practice with clients involves diet. Yes, we're definitely addressing diet and my clients will have to make those adjustments and things like reducing their alcohol and managing their stress If they're on a proton pump inhibitor, we're getting to the root cause of why they're having reflux symptoms, and then we're hopefully getting them off of that with the help of their doctor. And so again, there's a very holistic, a very holistic approach to doing this. Diet is part of it. Lifestyle is part of it. And then you need to actually treat the yeast overgrowth. And so you could use herbal or conventional antifungal medications. In my practice, I use a very potent herbal plant-based antimicrobial blend, things like oregano oil, um, berberine, garlic. I use the Alamax Pro, which is a highly concentrated garlic extract with potent anti-yeast activity. Sometimes we'll add digestive enzymes, 
But at the end of the day, you really want to work with a practitioner who knows what they're doing and most importantly is monitoring how the person is reacting to the specific treatment. So if somebody just starts taking these herbals or taking digestive enzymes, they could actually feel worse and could be not tailoring their antimicrobial or anti-yeast, antifungal protocol or their diet to what their body needs. So it's not just a, you know, go online, purchase an anti-candida supplement and then follow a Whole30 diet or sugar-free diet. It's You really want to work with a practitioner because it's, it's not cut and dry in the sense of, oh, here you have an overgrowth, take this medication and you'll be all better. You really want to get to the underlying root cause as to why you had the overgrowth in the first place. And as I mentioned, that's going to be a multifactorial approach, which addresses lifestyle, dietary habits, and um, again, treating it from a standpoint of herbals. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I, Like I said, I work with a lot of patients who have this condition, and when we treat it, they see resolution in a lot of the symptoms that I mentioned, like fatigue and skin issues, psoriasis, and, and even their autoimmune symptoms such as thyroid conditions, um, fibromyalgia. So it's really uh, an important thing to look at if you are someone who is struggling with these health issues and they're unresolved and you've kind of, you think you've checked all the boxes, everything else looks pretty good and you're still not seeing progress. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you are interested in working one-on-one with me, you can go to nutritionrewired.com And I also have my gut healing guide and my rewire your sweet tooth cookbook, both of which would make great holiday gifts this year. If you're looking to um, give the gift of health, a big conversation that has come up lately with a lot of my clients is the question of how can you help someone that you love make healthy change? And I wanted to address this in this episode because it's the new year and I think we're, we're all worried about our loved ones and trying to be careful with our own health. And at the end of the day, you can't, you can't make somebody want to change. You can't make somebody want to change. But I think you know, giving them the resources that you have access to and then just providing a really good example of, of taking care of yourself and hoping that when they're ready to make that change that they can, you know, approach you and feel comfortable or have resources that you've given them that they feel comfortable reaching out to. But at the end of the day, you know, the most important thing is take care of yourself and and let others kind of, you know, go through their own health journey. We're all on our own health journeys. So thanks for tuning in. And as always, don't forget to share the health.